Hello everybody. For those of you who don't know, I own and operate Timeless Custom Leather. Timeless specializes in creating 100% handcrafted leather goods right here in Grimes County, Texas. It would mean the world to me if you would take a minute or two out of your day and follow Timeless on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at Timeless Custom Leather and also on Instagram at Timeless Custom Leather. As always, I couldn't do this without you guys. Love you. Now back to the mind of a maker. All right, we're rolling. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mind of a Maker podcast. In here with me today, again, is my brother, Jamie. Jamie, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Well, you know, this week's been one of the longest months of my life, but it's been pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I can't complain, I guess. Um, Anyways, cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Let's get right into it, I guess. Um... I wanted to bring you back on here just before football season started. I know you get crazy busy. Um, really, after this Friday, it's going to be hard to get you to sit down for an hour and a half or two hours in a row. So I wanted to get you back on, sort of pick your brain a little bit about football, maybe what you got. Uh, wanted to talk about the Bulldogs a little bit, maybe give some people a little preseason outlook of how y'all are looking and just – Talk about anything that comes to mind. Shoot the bull because we probably won't be able to get to do this for a little while. So I got you, man. Yeah, it gets busy after this week. This is the first week back to school, and yeah, like you said, the longest month of year. <laughs> yeah, and it's been hot, and it's been oh gosh, Godly. it's been nuts, man. I was looking at the weather. Um, I talk to Papa every morning. I yeah. call him on the phone, and he was asking me, "Is it still warm out there?" And it was like. <laughs> I think yeah. I talked to him like eight thirty this morning. It was like eighty eight degrees, and I go, "Yeah, it's pretty warm." He goes, "Yeah, I think it's going to get up into the nineties here today." And I said, "Well, our high today is one oh four. Yeah, so yeah, wishing for nineties. Wish, yeah. wish we had some nineties. Nineties would be awesome. I would be very pleased with a ninety degree day." I thought somebody was hacking my phone earlier today. It went off and it said, "Expect rain in fifteen minutes." <laughs> I was like, oh, where at? Because it ain't here. Hunker down, go to the store and buy <laughs> no your bread and milk. Kidding, man. <laughs> we might be locked up for a while. I did see a couple of little droplets on the ground earlier, but nothing substantial. Nothing good enough to turn things around the way they are right now. I think you and I, we live, what? Three miles, three maybe? miles yeah. from each other, and you said it rained at your house. I don't, I don't think I got any now, rain here. I wouldn't say rained. It, it like sprinkled or something. It wasn't like. It didn't wash the dust off the car or anything. I didn't get any. Well, I I got nothing here. Peyton works in Navasota. She came home two days ago, and it it like her car. You could tell it had been rained on. Yeah. And I was like, "Did you? Where'd you get wet at? Where'd you get?" And she was <laughs> like, you? "It rained at work." And I was like, "I don't even know what rain looks like anymore. Yeah. I can't." Somebody I can't wait till water I off the balcony or something. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till I smell that first fresh Ooh. rain. You know it's going to be good too because it's so dry. You're going to smell it from like God. an hour or two before it ever. I rains. hope I'm outside when it happens. Me too. too. I hope I'm standing there and I hope it's a Friday night when yeah. it's just rolling in right before a game. Yeah. Just you know it's going to be beautiful. Yes. Yeah, God so dang. You're standing outside and the sky turns black and the the. 
you get a cool little breeze yeah. coming, and then it's just you can smell that fresh rain. Come on, God, we're country, come on, we? Jesus! <laughs> Somebody, somebody's gonna listen to this and go, "What the heck are they talking about?" Some of my teammates from the city are <laughs> yeah. gonna be like, "That country ass dude, <laughs> he's talking about smelling rain." Smelling rain. <laughs> you can though. That's a that's a real thing, man. And that is a, a real thing. That's a good thing. We could really. We need it bad I'd like right now. I like to smell some rain. Like I, <laughs> I was telling you last night, we went golfing last Friday at in Huntsville, and I stuck my driver down in the ground like yeah, a big old crack. Yeah, probably like four feet down into the ground, just straight down into the ground. And I was like, this is getting a little out of control. Yeah, man, I saw a post on Facebook today where this guy took a yardstick, put it down in the ground, dropped it down in there, and then dropped another one behind it, and it just. Like seven foot, eight foot of just cracking the ground. Jeez. Like, we need bad. I really, I can't even think of the last time it rained here. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time we had a rain. I mean, we got a lot in the spring, but I can't tell you yeah. when the last one was. Yeah. We could use it to yep. help out everything. That football field could use it. No, yeah. Yep. That's for sure. It could, man, but they're trying. They're trying. Yeah. It's just hard. But... Let's get into some football, man. Let's talk about some football. Let's talk about some Bulldog football. Let's talk about it, brother. That's why I wanted to get you on here. Uh, Friday night. Yeah, strapping man. Strapping them up and going Tomorrow, to Blue Jay country, Blue huh? Blue Jay country. Tomorrow. Yeah. Snook. Yeah, so this is, we're recording on Thursday. I wanted to get Jamie in before the season started, before they had their first game. Um, but This won't come out until Monday, so the Snook game will have be pl- will have already been played yeah. But I wanted to get him in here before the season just to talk about every game. So, like you said, we're strapping it up. We're heading to Snook tomorrow night. What's yep. the how Snook look? How do y'all look? I wanted to talk a little bit about um, how did how how fall camp go for y'all? Did you feel like you had a y'all had a pretty productive fall camp? Y'all got some good stuff out of it. I know it's so hot outside. Yeah, it's hard to. Man, we've gotten some good work in. I mean, everybody's going through the heat just like we are. Yeah. But with uh, new coaching staff coming in, I mean, pretty much all new coaching staff coming in, I think we got some good work in. Uh, running the same offense that we did last year, so it, that wasn't a whole lot of change. I We changed, we changed up the defense a little bit. Um, so, But, I mean, our kids are smart, man. They're so smart. And they pick up everything so quick. It didn't matter. We, I mean, heck, we had the whole defense. I think, I mean, I, the only thing I don't have in right now is probably my kitchen sink blitzes. But other yeah. than that, everything else is in, man. And you change a That's little pretty bit. pretty good for week one. Yeah. I you mean, know. And you change a I mean, you tweak a little bit from opponent to opponent to see what, I mean, somebody's going to run the wing tee, somebody's going to mm-hmm. run the slot tee, some spread, whatever. But you change that from week to week, but you stay with your base stuff. Yeah. Um, so you sort of – I don't want to give away all your secrets or anything on football, but what what kind of defense do y'all run? That's not a secret. You can tell us that, right? Like, I mean – Yeah, no, we run, a, we run a 4-3 uh, with a little bit of cover four behind it. We'll yeah. get some cover two and cover three just depending on who our opponent is. I mean – that's pretty basic for everybody. Yeah. You know? Now, is that is that your preference? Like, you like that defense, or do you sort of run that defense because of the athletes that you have? No, I like the defense. You like the defense. Yeah, no, okay. I mean. I don't know. I've never – I never played on the defensive side of the ball hardly, except for in high school high because, school. you know. Yeah. But I, I know offense. Yeah. You know, 
No, man, I like it. You know, everybody, uh, everybody's got their different preferences. Um, I think, you know, when the spread offense became what it is now, everybody decided to go to a three a three down lineman and then a four linebacker set. Um, I think we get just as much out of our four down linemen and our three linebackers that we would anything else. Yeah. It, it fits us a little bit better. We're not we don't have a huge six foot five, three hundred pound kid playing nose guard. We don't have two five techs that are just, you know, crazy athletes. Yeah. But we do have two two techs that are good at mm-hmm. good athletes and good football players. And then I got two defensive ends that I think are probably I mean, probably some of the better ones in our district. And then I've got three. Uh, I've got one senior outside linebacker, and then I've got two. I've got a middle linebacker, and i got another outside linebacker that are young, man. They're sophomores. So, uh, I mean, it fits us. We can yeah. run. We can run a little bit. We're pretty physical. We get to the ball pretty quick. So, uh, we, had, we had two try scrimmages this year. We tried something a little different. Um, I think it was good for us. Yeah, I, you know, I, most you I had know, never heard of that. Explain yeah. to us what a, so our what think, a try scrimmage is. So a try scrimmage would be us and then two other schools in a scrimmage. So it, it, it helps and it hurts. So on the helping side of it, when most people have only seen two other teams by this point in the year, yeah, y'all have we've seen, seen four, four teams. different teams, which is good for us. Was it was a lot of reps with against a lot of different offensive sets and a lot of different defensive sets, so it helps us. We got four opponents in in two weeks, uh, as to where other schools have only played two. But where it hurts you is now we've traded film with somebody. They've got to see us against four teams. Uh, yeah, we're only going to get to see them against two teams. But I mean, you give and take. What yeah, you want. I would rather have the experience against four teams. Going into going into week one, didn't have. I mean, they can see. I mean, you can see what we're going to run. You guys still got to stop it. Yeah, so. that's what I was going to say. Uh, they can have your playbook, but yeah, they still got to line up and stop you from doing it. So. Yeah. So our first our first try scrimmage was Riesel and Brazos Christian, both good football teams. I mean, I thought we got a lot out of that one. It was the very first scrimmage of the, of the season, and it was hot. Yeah. Some, it was on that the, was two weeks ago, huh? Two weeks ago. and it was Yeah, the, right in the midst of the heat. And too. it was on the turf, and it was hot. Ooh. And our kids got a lot out of it. I think some of them got a little bit more than they wanted out of it. <laughs> but it was good for them. And then uh, last week, man, we had a – this is a pretty cool deal, man. We had – Buffalo and then Price Carlisle come over and scrimmage us. And uh, Buffalo, you know, they're 3A Division two, they're 3A small school. And then Price Carlisle is the same size as us, but they're ranked in the top ten. So mm. we got we got some good work out of those two. And then the cool yeah. part, the cool part about that is our head coach, Coach Sharp, and his son, Coach Sharp, is the head coach at, at Price, Carlisle. Price Carlisle. Oh, well, that's so cool. That that's was cool, cool for them. And we we met, me and him met. During the during track season, he's a good dude, man. Yeah, and all they could say was good stuff about us. They've got some. Ooh, they They've got, got some, some athletes, athletes, dude. Uh, let me think. The number twenty one. Yep. Yeah, it's a. He's got a. I think. Oh man, don't get me lying, but I, he's got a, an academy offer. I don't like know which Army one. Army, Navy, Navy Force, somewhere like that. Something like that. And you can tell why that dude can yeah, play. He's a specimen. He the could, number six. He could they, run. Their quarterback was quarterback was athletic. good. Uh, um, 
Number six, the tight end. That kid yep. was good. And they've, they got had, some, they've got some good players. They had a Mike there. linebacker that was – Is that, that East Texas? That is East Texas, man. That yeah. is – like uh, don't give me lying who they're going to play. I forget who all is in their district. But I think they'll have like Timpson and Tenahaw, some of them teams like that. Mount Enterprise maybe. Yeah. But they're good. They're good, man. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. like we said, back to Bulldog football, we're heading to Snook tomorrow night. Yep, heading what, to Snook. What are we thinking? Man, uh, Snook's got us the last two years, mm-hmm. so I don't want to say anything. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to jinx myself. I'm going to make you jinx yourself. No. Not, at the end of this, I'm going to make you give us a prediction for the oh, season. Oh, so. man. For the season? Yeah. Or for tomorrow night? For the season. Oh, dang. Okay. We don't have to do it right now. But I got you. That's coming. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to jinx myself right now with this game. I think that if we show up and we play the way we're supposed to play and the way we've shown that we can play in these last two scrimmages, that uh, we'll have a good chance. Say that a good chance. Okay. So. So you're guaranteeing a win. <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You're on the road, man. You can't. You can't. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. You yeah. I don't care what level it is. If you're and going it's on the road. first game of the season, you know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I always tell my kids. Now, Snook is not district. No, Snook is not Correct. district. No, it's pre-district. So y'all's district doesn't start until Thorndale. Nah, Thorndale still. We don't. We don't start until oh, don't give me lying. Oh, I got you right here. Hold on. You it's don't start district until Granger. Granger, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Granger here or Granger there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Granger there. So you got five games to get it figured out before district starts. And yeah. you got some pretty good opponents before then. Yeah, man. I mean you we've know? got Snook and then we've got the Highway thirty nine rivalry. That, that, play that little G. old that that little old school <laughs> from up north of Highway thirty, they don't they don't mean anything to us. Oh man. We play them and then we turn around and we've got Love Lady who is ranked, I think, already. Oh really? They got love, they got them at home though. Yeah, and you got your boy Pooch announcing yeah. the game. Absolutely, the voice so, of the Bulldogs is sitting across yeah, me right now. Yeah, the voice <laughs> of the Bulldogs will be there. I'll be laying it down, so that one ought to be. Well, you got that one in the bag for yeah. sure. And then we got Thorndale. They're they're always Thorndale's good. always athletic. They always got good athletes. And then we got a little East Texas showdown. We're gonna go play Mod. Yeah, I think in Rusk, Rusk High School, yes. West Rusk, somewhere like that. Yeah, I never played Mod in, uh, in high school. I never. I never played any of those teams really. We Y'all had, started playing Timpson and all those schools after I, from the after East, I yeah. graduated. Uh, the first time I saw Maud play, me, Coach Ross, and Coach Pete were scouting Timpson and Maud the first year I was back yeah. in Iola. And that's the first time I'd ever seen Maud, ever seen the Maud Cardinals. Huh. But I never heard of them. We had a good game last year. We played in Bullard. And then this year we're going to play in Rusk. So. I guess it's a pretty far trip. Y'all got to meet halfway yeah, man, or something. It's like two and a half hours. Oh, well, that's not too bad. I mean, I mean, it's not that bad, but. We used to drive to Sabine Pass. Beckville and, and Sabine yeah. Pass. And I mean, you're right. Colmus Neal and West yeah. Horton. Yeah. And go to the casino after the night. <laughs> <laughs> but then we start district. And yeah. I mean, there, there's no slouches in our district this year. No. Um,. No slouches. Y'all have a good district, dude. Granger's up there. Chilton's up there. Granger's always Bremont's athletic. They've always got athletic kids. Um, I don't know about Bartlett. They weren't. They were really good a couple years ago, and then when I was in high school, they were sort of middle of the road. They played us close a couple times, and then Chilton. 
we've gotten, used to be really good, and then we played them in the playoffs when I was in high school, and now I think have they gotten better? They're still back at it. Yeah, they're, they're like good. number seven or number yeah. eight. And then Bremont's Bremont. Bremont's number five or something like that. Yeah. Granger's knocking at the door. Milano snuck in the top ten last year. Wow. I mean, it's tough. I, I, I think I said this on the first podcast that we did. I think this might be the hardest 2A district in Texas. Yeah. I mean, you've got – of course, you're going to have your district that has Mart in it, and you're going to have your district that has, like, Falls City and those kids like that. But, man, we've got three weeks in a row where we're playing potentially a top ten team. I mean – Yeah, but if you can scrape together enough wins to make it to the playoffs – Scrape two or three of them together, man. Yeah, then you – I mean – you're tested when you get to the playoffs at that point, and you don't have to worry about are we ready to face comp- like playoff competition because you faced it your whole district. Yeah, you know. So yeah. all you gotta do is scrape scrape together a couple wins, That's man. It, man. Make a run. We're gonna start tomorrow night. Yeah, I like it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with being confident. Nope. You know, all my all my Snook, uh, Blue Jay listeners. I'm sorry, but. I don't know how many of y'all there is, That's but the if plan. you're listening to this, <laughs> Bulldogs are coming to town tomorrow night, and you better strap up. Um, It'll be Monday by the time they hear this, so they won't be able to say anything till then. Yeah, hopefully I win because I've been talking some heavy heat. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you about uh, sort of just going back to fall camp. Um, with how hot it's been – I know that the UIL has rules in place like you can't practice if it's over a certain temperature outside. They've given us some suggestions. I don't think they ever adopted. I mean, you got to use common sense. I mean, yeah. if it's 115 degrees outside and there ain't no wind and anything, I mean, you got to use common sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they put out some guidelines for us. And, you know, to be honest, uh, we give our kids enough breaks and our uh, – our administration was grateful enough to understand that it was going to be a difficult fall camp and it's going to be a difficult start to the season with it being so hot. And they let us pretty much get what we wanted to get to keep our kids safe and cool. So we we got, yeah. I mean, shout out to them. They got us two brand new misting fans, uh, like the jet fans with the misters and then two brand new water cows, um, they donated a water trough to us, so we've had some ice bath stuff ready for the kids whenever they get there, uh, and just I mean, just lots of breaks. I mean, you can't you can't. We've only got thirty five kids, man. You can't run them in the ground every single day. Yeah, you so. can't really afford to lose any of them. No, not you at know. all. No, not, not at all. Not Niola. Um. So I would say, I mean, we haven't. I'll say this too about the two scrimmages that we got out of both scrimmages without any injuries. So that's always a plus too. And mm-hmm. I mean, we just take we try to take care of our kids as much as we can. We watch a lot of film. We, I mean, we try to get in a cool film area and watch some film, and then practice. And we get the work, get our work in, and try to get them out of there. Yeah. So. Who's the uh, who's starting quarterback for the Bulldogs this year? Uh, Tyler Elliott is going to, I imagine, take the first couple of snaps. Yeah. It'll be a little bit by uh, committee. These first game or two just trying to figure out figure it out who it is yeah we've got three of them man three dudes that three can guys go. that can do it and i mean they each bring a different skill set so hey as long as you can as long as you're winning football games 
It shouldn't matter. You no, know, people, that's it, man. they shouldn't care. They'll play somewhere. You that's, know? What, that's what I try to tell the kids all the time, man. It might not be the position that you want to be playing, but if it helps the team, you need to. Yeah, give it, your it might all. be the position that you need to play in order to better help the team. So. Yeah, that's <clears> it, man. But <throat> we've got some young kids. I mean, and I'll, you know, this little preseason snip, whatever, but. Yeah. Uh, me and Coach Sharp were sitting down the other day. Who's our head coach, Coach Sharp, sitting down the other day, and we were talking. And I was like, man, I said, my whole offensive line is going to be back next year. And every one of their backups are going to have some varsity reps, no matter what. I said, we might be looking pretty decent next year on the line. So, and then we've got a bunch of young kids in the secondary and in the, uh, in, you know, skill positions. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I think it'll be good, man. I, I hope so. I know y'all are still young. I don't know who's, who is the senior class this year, but, um, I'm not associated with the team, so I can say whatever I want to, but, um, I really like the, uh, I really like Grant Goodney and Ty, and, uh, Turner Fleming. Yeah, man. That's my, that's my two dudes. And Those my two are, texts. Those are, yeah. I got a text from a coach the other day that is coaching that we'll play here in a couple of weeks that texted me and said, Hey man, I saw y'all scrimmaging. I said, he yeah. said, those two tackles you got are yeah. dudes. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, man, they're, they're good. Yeah. Grant's a big old kid. Turner's not small by any means. I don't know no. if he's as big as Grant, but no, Grant's probably Grant is around that six, two, six, three, probably two forty range. And then yeah. Turner's in that six foot two. 10 five, he might be yeah, 511, 511 something, like that. something like that yeah but yeah that kid's got a motor on him though yeah he doesn't stop i like watching him play d-line yeah he, he's he's fun to watch yeah. i mean my and then my two defensive ends man i love those kids cadence shive yeah he's a big six, kid four 200 yeah that's big, a big, big kid big athletic kid can and reach out and go kyler Dreer's on the other end Oh, okay. He's a I mean, he's probably six foot two hundred. He's our running back also. Yeah. So anytime a, you get skill numbers on the defensive line, yeah. you're doing something right. He looks like uh he looks like John. He reminds me of John Kay. Yeah. Out kinda, there. Kinda. That's what he reminds me of. He watching does. Kyler play. Um Yeah, man, I, I think I'm excited for this year. I know last year didn't really didn't string together as many wins as y'all thought you could have, but I think there was some games that y'all were in and probably could have won if a couple things would have gone different. So yeah, um, I just tell our guys every, every every time we get done with the practice, every time we get done with the game, every time we get done with the scrimmage, whatever, man, little things you can fix. Yep. So focus on little things. Focus on the little things. Get and those it'll all fixed, work out. and everything else will follow. Yeah. So the little things in football, the little things in life, I actually think. I was talking about the little things in one of these past podcasts not too long ago, but it's really like the little things that you do in your life yeah, and that you do in practice and that you do in preparing for the game. Like that's what helps you win football games. That's what helps you win any games. It's like how you prepare throughout the week. Are you drinking sodas Monday through Thursday and then wanting to play full blast come Friday night? Are you staying up till two in the morning on Thursday and then expecting yourself to – play at your full potential come friday you know you've got to do the little things right in order to make sure that you're you know fully suited and ready to go come friday night so yeah and our kids i mean our kids are buying into it so yeah that's good 
Uh, I know it's hard to get high schoolers to buy into stuff like that. I know I didn't always want to do that. But yeah, but I mean, you start winning a couple games, it's a lot easier yeah, to do that little yeah, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and and I mean, I'll 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 say it right now. I mean, Coach Sharp is a great dude. Coach Schulke is a great dude. Coach Zavala, Coach Jolly, I mean, Coach Bo, all the guys we got on staff are great, and they treat the kids great. And I think all of them are in. I think they believe. Hey, look, we got a good group of coaches. They believe in us. They love us. Let's go play. Let's go win some football games. That's good. So, we yeah. talked about that on the first podcast that you and I did together. Is like having good coaches makes playing the game so much easier because football is a it's a hard game. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to go out there week after week and bang your face against somebody else. Yeah. Like it's not easy. You it's know, hard to, hard to talk a 15, 16 year old kid into. Yeah. Hey, go tear yourself down for me and your teammates. Exactly. Like, and, you are going to – like, it's going to hurt. Yeah. That's just the, how it goes. But it's a lot easier to do that whenever you play for, one, a team that you like. Like, if you have a good brotherhood and you play for the guy next – this all sounds super cliche, I know. <laughs> but, like, if you but have somebody true. next to you that you're playing for and you all all are, like, a cohesive team, like, it makes it so much easier. And then having good coaches on top of that, you're like – I don't want to let these coaches down because I care about them. And whenever that all comes together is when you really – whenever you really put together good football seasons. Yep. 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 I agree, man. I agree. Um, for sure. So, yeah, that was – I know I sort of went on a little bit of a rant right there, and y'all probably think I sound like <laughs> some cliche old man about playing think, for the guy next to you. If you don't think the Tim you, boys but. like their football, you're wrong. You're wrong. So. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking this the other day. I was listening to a podcast. I listened to this uh, podcast called Pardon My Take. Yeah. Um, and uh, they had on a ex-NFL player, and he was talking. He coaches high school girls basketball now. And he, they were asking, you know, have you ever thought about coaching football? He said, when I got done playing football, I was so done with the game, I didn't want to be around it anymore. And that's how I was when I came out of college. I had had my surgeries, and I was like, I, this game has beat me up for since I was in the second grade. I was like, I'm ready to step away from it. But, man, now every year. <laughs> it starts rolling around. August and September roll around. And football season starts coming around. I'm like, I I could really do with getting back around the game. I could, I'd like to. May I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna promise anything, but I, I would maybe coach. I would like to maybe try my hand at coaching one year, maybe down the road. I um get you in there. I I love the offensive side of the ball. I it's like a it's like a magic board to me. <laughs> it's it's awesome. I love it. I, think, I like to. I think why. I think why you get that. You know, go back to that that, coach, that ex player coach talking about, um, you know, wanting to get a wanting to get away from the game for a little while is, you put so much into it. You put yeah. your whole. I mean, you dedicate be, you your whole dedicate life to your it. almost the better part of your life most of the time. Yeah. Especially like sport. once you go past the high school level, like if you take it on and play in college, like you've dedicated yeah. so many hours to You this dedicate game. all this time to it and all this time to it and then one day it's just done. There's just one day when you don't you're never gonna do that ever again. Yep. I I can tell There's you There's other sports where I mean and I don't not taking anything away from other other sports but and I, t I tell our kids this sometimes man. I mean every sport is like that. Well, here's the thing. OK, 
okay? You can go play rec league basketball until you're 65, 70 years old. True. You can go play beer league softball, which isn't baseball, but it's it's close until you're old and can't walk anymore. But there comes a day where <laughs> you're not getting out there and playing football anymore. Well, I mean, you can. You can play for some of these semi-pro leagues, oh, but I, I don't know. Not me. The way that stuff's ran, I don't know if I'd be able to strap it up and do that. I I got enough of it. <laughs> when I got out of college, I was like a year or two out of college, and a, a team from Arkansas called me and asked me if I'd want to come play for them, like one of those little semi-pro teams or whatever. And I told them I was like, man, nah, no. <laughs> no <laughs> like, man. I live in Texas. I'm, I'm out of there. I was like, uh, my hip ain't built like it used to be anymore, so – if I ever get back to the end of the game, it will be in a coaching aspect. But I'm not promising anything. I've got too many things on my plate yeah. right now. I'd oh, like to. Speaking I'd of like which, to help out every now and then. But yeah, we'll take some volunteer work. I'd volunteer if you needed me to. I just of like which, to volunteer and help coach the O line. I I ordered some. Uh, I ordered some timeless shirts, and. Uh, I am in love with them. They're pretty nice. Huh? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I got I got the black one. I got the tan one. And I got the the timeless Miller. The timeless Sweet, Miller one. Yep. Yeah, yep. I had to do that. I I, uh, I wore that one. That out. was a cool one. I wore that one out to dinner the other night with the fiance, and I got a bunch of. Hey, that's a nice shirt. Hey, that's a nice shirt. Like, yeah, you should look at us, my brother's company. Yeah, go, go to the link. Everybody go. go to the link and buy your timeless merch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Shameless little slip right there. Yeah, there that's go. what. Uh, <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Timeless Leather and Lumber. <laughs> if you would, take a minute out of your day and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Timeless Custom Leather. We there, thank you. Now back you to Minor Maker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Give me that Give me that schedule. Give you I'll your schedule? Give you, I'll give you a little rundown. All right. So, obviously, we've got Snook this week. We've already, we've already talked about Snook. I'm just going to say W or L. Oh. And we okay. just roll through it and see. And then at the end of the season, we'll come back and we'll recap. And we'll see. I'll how make it went. a note. Let me see. Hold on. Let me get my notes out. I'm gonna, I want to put down what Jamie, Coach Tim predicts for his season. So let me see. Week one, we're going to W. Week two versus Normandy, W. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll we, get don't it. No, we don't lose to the Normandy Panthers. We don't lose the green. We don't lose from the team who won't be named. All right, week three, we got Love Lady at home. That's a tough one, man. At home, though, uh, I think they, they lost a couple of kids. They're still picked pretty high. Um, I'm going to go W, man. W, 3-0. and o. Fight it Start out. Start the season. fight it out. All right. Well, we already got a better record than we did last year. <laughs> week four at Thorndale. Man, at Thorndale, and they're tough. I love my kids. You I know what? We're going to fight. I think. But I I think Lovelady or not Lovely, I think Thorndale might might get us. I don't even want to do this. We're gonna win every game. We're not gonna sit there here. Go. And, we're not gonna sit here and talk about how the Bulldogs might lose a game. We're going undefeated. There you go. Ten and zero. I love it. Rolling into playoffs, averaging fifty four points a game, <laughs> and we're taking it all the way to Jerry's World come December. All right. And if that's wrong, you can blame it on me. But I go. got I got faith in my dogs. All right. That's. I'm all aboard the dog train this year. I like it. I feel something brewing. I like the younger class that's going to step up and make some plays this year. Um, You heard it from the voice of the Bulldogs themselves. I really do. I I feel – I don't know why. I feel feel good about this year. I've seen y'all play. I went to the scrimmage the other day. 
as long as the kids stay focused and can really, um, really just uh, concentrate on giving their full effort every game, you know, and this sounds bad, and but focus on winning. Yeah, it's not about go learn how to win again. That's well, it. It's not. I it, yes, you do. That's it, man. But what I'm trying to say is, everybody. I heard somebody the other day say, um, they went to play their little league when they first signed up for little league. They came out to practice, and their coach told them, "Okay, it's not about winning and losing; it's just about having fun." And I was like, that could not be more wrong. <laughs> I was like, you play the game to win the game. If if they didn't, if you didn't play to win, you wouldn't keep score. And last time I checked, every time you strap them up, that scoreboard's lit up. Yep. So as long as the kids can come together and know you are playing to win, you're not just out for a Friday night toss the pigskin around with your boys, I think it'll be okay. Yep. But – and that's my, another one of Dustin Tim's rants there. I know <laughs> I go. sound like an old man, but guess what? It's my podcast. I can say whatever I want to. <laughs> there you go. So I like it. Um, you talked about how hot the turf was in Riesel, and I wanted to get your opinion on this, okay? Would you rather have a turf field or a well-kept grass field, like a like a – good good grass field because i've played on both and i i know what i would choose but what would you choose okay uh this is a tough question for me all right because i would go either way but let me okay from from my personal my personal opinion this is nothing riding on it this is not worrying about practices not worried about anything nothing at all i would take a well-kept grass field Every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the flip side of that is, I'm a high school football coach at a two A high school, and it's expensive to fertilize. It's expensive to keep water on. It's expensive to take care of all that stuff. Practice wise, game wise, put turf down. We can use it a lot more. It yeah. costs a lot <laughs> less in the, in the long run. There's not enough, not as much maintenance. It's a lot easier. Um, so both, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm opponent or not an opponent. I agree with both sides of that. Um, now I'll say you cannot beat a good, well kept grass field. I hate walk, playing on turf. You walk out there and it looks like a dang fairway, and it's painted up beautiful, mm. and it looks great. And Coach Tim, Coach. Uh, Coach Hood, Willie Jackson has spent all afternoon uh, or all checker night checkerboarding the end zone. <laughs> can't beat that, boy. You can't beat it. Can't beat uh, it. Oh, Josh Qualls was in there a little bit, too. Old Qualsy. <laughs> He's doing good, man. I'm so happy for him. Man, I saw him today. He had a video on Facebook of him dabbing up all the oh, quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. He's, He's always go been give extra. Some, go give some love to the Tush Hogs, man. Yeah, I'm about to get on him for that. <laughs> I'm going to send this podcast to him. Josh Qualls is uh, – he played quarterback at Arkansas Tech, and then he came to GA at uh, Monticello at UAM when I was playing there, and we became really close friends. And he's made a made a pretty good career out of coaching so far. He's been a couple different places. He's been the offensive coordinator at uh, he was at uh, Cum- Cumberland? Cumberland, yeah, Cumberland in Tennessee, and now he's back at UAM. He's the OC at uh, UAM. That kid, he he knows ball and 
It's a good dude. He's one of those coaches that kids like to play for. Yep. Good dude. A very high energy. Yep. Very, very high energy. Just a just a fun guy to be around. But yeah, he there was a video of him today dapping up and he had a special handshake with each one of the quarterbacks on the team. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to him. I'm gonna say, You need to go give the fat boy some love. Yeah, man. <laughs> but so you go you'll go grass too, huh? I'm grass all day, every day. If I uh you give me a good grass field, I'd never play on another another turf field in my life. We had good grass at UAM. Yeah. I liked it. I liked I, we never UAM. there wasn't really a bad field. I mean, we no. probably had the worst field in our conference and even then it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. But uh yeah, no, there's nothing like playing on good grass. Nope. I don't there's just something but, about it. I I don't feel like I get the same I mean, this is all coming from an offensive line standpoint. You don't get like the same grip that you do when you're, I mean, you're playing on plastic yeah. and rubber beads, you know. But on the flip side, in your case, you're coaching at Iola. If you don't have, like, it's so hard where we are. We were just talking about how it hasn't rained in months, right? Yeah, so It's so hard to upkeep a field like that. So, yes, turf is probably better in the long run, yeah. you know, um, as far as cost-effective and just overall easy to keep up. Yep. So I don't dislike turf fields. I just have a preference that I'd rather play on really nice grass. Yeah. And for us, I mean, there's no, there's no rain-out delays. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about that either. You just play. You don't have yeah. to worry about the field getting tore up or anything like that. You just play. Yeah, if you got two home games back to back and it rains one week and then yeah, the next so week it's all field. tore up, and you don't have to worry about that. Uh, I did see that there was a picture on uh, Facebook yesterday. Farmersville in Texas built a practice, a turf practice field. Okay, it is a hundred yards. I believe it's a hundred yards long. Half of it is indoor the other half is outdoor so they've got like these uh like the airplane hangar doors uh-huh. that will close down and make it an indoor 50 yard indoor or they can open the airplane hangar doors and they've got a 100 yard field is it turf the whole way turf the whole way I thought you were going to say like they've grass got on the half outside. grass <laughs> no, and half no, turf no. so they can practice cool. where they were going each yeah, week. that would be pretty cool. Hey, we might be on to something there. Might be. That might be a good idea. Yeah, write it down. Million dollar idea right there. Heck yeah. You only need about 30 yards of grass outside. That's it, man. Shoot. Shoot. You got but, 70 yard indoor turf field and you got 30 yards on the outside, outside. to do your run game and uh, seven on seven and things like that. It's all good until your maintenance guy rolls the... the the, uh, <laughs> the the mower over yeah, the dang turf. Yeah, until he turf. starts mowing your turf. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be bad. Yeah. Uh, that, hey, that uh, I messed be, up. I mowed the wrong field. <laughs> I mowed field. the wrong field. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why it was bogging down so bad. <laughs> yeah, but man, it looks good. That turf cuts nice, doesn't it? <laughs> A little short. Oh, man. I was flinging rubber everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, so fall camp, y'all practice in the mornings, huh? Yeah, we practice in the mornings, yep, yeah, until it got to end service time for us, and then we went to the afternoons, and that's the only way to go, man. Practicing in the morning. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a. I mean, we talked about this earlier too. I'm a morning person when it comes to stuff like that. I want to get it done. I want to get in, get it done, have the rest of my day to take care of the stuff I need to take care of, or 
I mean, in football sense, to meet and talk about and watch film and, you know, scout, all the other stuff. Yeah. I've always enjoyed morning everythings. You know, yeah. it's hard to practice in the mornings whenever you're uh, during school t- school they're during the school year, but um, if you're gonna do like, and I'm talking more, I guess I'm speaking more to the college ranks, but if you're gonna work out, work out on in the morning time, um, just do it, and get it over with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we used to have practice in college where it was. What day was it? We'd practice at 6 a.m. Thursdays. Was it Thursdays? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fridays were travel days. Fridays were travel days. and I loved an early Thursday morning practice. Yeah, a little cold Thursday Ooh. morning in Monticello, Arkansas. You got the – Monticello Stadium is set up. It's You got our field and then our end zone, and then if you look out over the end zone, you have the, the lake that's in the middle of campus. And so the – the direction that the field sat was where the sun would rise over the lake. And so Beautiful. you get out there at 6 a.m., it might be 38 degrees. and There's some steam coming steam off, coming off the lake, and the sun starts rising over the top of it. A couple of geese fly over the fly over the field while you're practicing. Yeah, that, that, those are good times, man. I, man, take me back. I enjoyed that. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that was good. That was good, man. Yeah, Any time that you had everybody putting their sweats on and then their jerseys over their sweats and helmets on. Yeah. You, know you always had to have your nice hoodies and sweats morning, on. Boy. Yeah. I wasn't one of those fat guys that practiced without long sleeve shirts on. Yeah. You know, they go play in the cold and have cut off shirts on and everything like that. I, I couldn't do that. No. That was not fun. Um, well, back to Bulldog football for a little bit. Um, I wanted to ask, you've been coaching for a long time. You know what it takes to win. Uh, you know what it takes to lose. If you could say there was one thing um, that like just the team and everybody needs to focus on to make this season a successful one, what would you, th- what would you say that would be? Oh, man. I think that uh, I think we talked we, we touched on it for a second, but uh, I mean just the little things. I mean we've got athletes, we've got guys that can play. It's just getting those the, the young. They they got they're young players, most of them, and they've got those just fixed the little bitty things for like you know technique, uh, yeah. getting lined up in the right spot, you know stuff like that. Just. You know, little mental lapses you have when you're a young football player. Um, if we get those fixed, man, and then just buying into it. Yeah. I mean, getting yourself focused and ready and changing and learning how to win. I mean, that was, that's our biggest thing right now. Is And you'll see Friday night, we'll walk out, we'll have our, we'll be in our shorts and we'll be in our, uh, our shirts for pregame and our pregame shirts say win across the front. Yeah. And that's it, man. Simple. It's simple. Win. Learn how. Get after it. I and, would uh, say that's probably a good a good start. You know, I don't. None, none of the kids that are on the team now have really had a winning season. No, but there's. <clears throat> they, mean, but they won in junior high. Yeah, and they know how to win. You just got to get. You're like a. 
you're like a shark in the water. Yeah. You know, you just gotta you gotta get a little taste of blood. You just gotta win. Just go out here against Snook and just win. Yep. Just win the first game. And then you know what you do next? You win the next game. You just win the next game. Win the next game. Win the and next then game. week three. <laughs> you just win week three. Yep. You just take it one game at a time. You get a little taste of what it's like to be successful. Yep. And then that's what you build off of. You just always have to keep building. Don't take a step back. You yep. know, things are gonna get hard. You're gonna you're gonna run into some bumps in the roads. The ball's not always gonna bounce your way, but you just have to keep keep pushing, keep keep going, you know, just win one week at a time, one rep at a time at practice and things like that. Yep. I mean yeah, yeah I mean that's what we we've been telling them. I mean, heck, we we our shirts say win, we break out to win. It's just learning how to win, man. That's it. That's it. it. They, they, there's that's all we, it takes is one. We've we've talked about tradition around here, and our kids know that there's tradition, and everybody. I mean, everybody knows there's tradition. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's tradition. Nineties, the the late. I mean, the two thousands, the early two thousands, the fifteen, sixteen. I mean, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I mean, that went on a roll there for a while. That we were yeah. two or three rounds deep every single year. Uh, there's tradition there, and these these young kids they've had they've had some success in the lower I mean in junior high and stuff like that. Now it's time to to advance that to the big leagues to to Friday nights. And they I mean we've got winners we've got kids that want to win. So I believe yeah that's all it takes though. Is like I was saying, it just takes one week, man. Yep. It takes one week to get it going, you know, and it's just a snowball effect from there. You just yep. got to keep, just keep rolling, just keep going, you know. I, I, I believe, man, I, I like this, uh, like I said, you got some kids that can play. Yep. You, you really do. You've got the, uh, you've got the two kids we already talked about. Tyler Elliott's a good little athlete from what I've seen. You know, he can help the team. I don't know many other players on the team. I need to get a roster from you. There I need to start go, yeah. learning some names. Better learn some last names. <laughs> I don't know how to say most of them, but. They're not hard. I mean, most of them, we ain't got the. <laughs> we ain't got the real long names. We don't have anybody on the team from Louisiana. Yeah. We don't have any Milan songs or anything like that. <laughs> no. And we're not up there in Bremont. We don't got the, the yeah, skis all on the, the end of all every the name. Polish names. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm 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 looking forward to it. Like I said, I mean, after after tonight or after tonight, yeah, after tonight, it's oh, you won't probably hear from me again for a while. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get you on, man. I wanted to get you in here and just sort of talk about the Bulldogs for a little bit because we probably won't hear from you again until the season's over with. And I'll come back in here and tell you, hey, yeah, Dustin was right. Yeah, we I'm went ten and zero. We went sixteen and zero in one state. Is yep. that right? Six, you gotta win sixteen. Yeah, you gotta win sixteen, 16 games, games, huh? I think that's right. Well, the good thing is I should know that. But it's the six after the ten that really matter. You yeah, just gotta it. get in and give yourself a chance. Yep. You know, that's all it is. You gotta get in, give yourself a chance. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. It ought to be a good season. I think so. I, I you got me fired up for it now. Yeah, oh. I said the other day we came in after the, the scrimmage, and I told Coach Sharp. It was just me and him sitting there. I was trying to finish loading film. And uh, I looked at Coach Sharp and said, hey, it's been a long time since I've felt pretty good after two scrimmages. Like, actually felt good after two scrimmages. You know, you always feel 
it's never as bad as you think it is, and it's never as good as you think it is. But anytime that you can come back in and go, man, that was good. We we did good. We had good series. We did we did what we needed to do. We got some learning out of it. So that's it, man. Well, that's always a good thing, man. You don't. I mean, anytime that you feel confident, it helps. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it, dude. I think it's going to be fun. The Bulldogs, they need to uh need to get back and earn some earn some respect again. So this could be the class to do it, you know. I'm looking forward to it. What yeah. Me too. I'm ready. Me too. I'm ready. Yeah. Tomorrow night. I might not sleep much tonight. Well, Let's I see mean, what happens. you showed up here to do this podcast at six o'clock with an energy drink in your hand. So today's been today's been just just stress all around, man. I've trying, I to, told get, you, trying dude, to get stuff ready for tomorrow. This week's been a long month. <laughs> it's been a long month, boy. <laughs> I'm tell you, trying to get stuff ready for tomorrow. Um, heck, we had a doctor appointment today. Uh, just everything happened yep. today, so I was yeah I was running ragged. Yeah. Tell I me what's your um when you were in high school, it's Thursday night, you got a game tomorrow night, what was your routine and how does it compare to your routine now? Oh. Totally different. <laughs> totally different. Uh Thursday night in high school. Yeah, you tell me yours and then I'll tell you mine. Thursday night in high school, I was probably I mean, heck, I was gonna eat at home. Mom was gonna have something good cooked. Probably some kind of pasta or something. Yeah, uh, that was probably gonna fill up. Okay, so I'm gonna I want to go. I'm gonna do this real fast because you and Hunter went on a rant about water, and I in my head I was thinking about my favorite water. Yeah, okay? let me hear it. Okay, so when I was in high school or when I was living at home, uh-huh. okay, I had a glass pitcher. Oh, I had a glass pitcher. Oh. And I would fill it up. I would fill it Lord. up on the faucet, out of the filter, on the refrigerator, and then I would set it inside of the refrigerator. And I Get would wait for oh. that thing just almost freezing cold. That that's my one for one. I know the I know you the know picture the you're picture talking, talking about, about yeah. too. I can see it at mom's house. Yes, sir. It's tall, tall yep. and skinny. Some designs on the outside. I forgot what the oh, just lines and stuff. That's just good cold water. God, any cold dang. water without the ice in it. Oh yeah, is good. Yeah, you know, I'd rather have just a cold drink instead of like a drink with ice in it. Ice just takes up room. Yeah, it's cold. And it gets cold. all in your face I while mean, you're trying to drink. That. Yeah, you might choke on a piece of ice. God, and that's ruin good. the whole drink. That's good water that's right it. there. You're I'm right, dude. You. The whole time you were talking about, it, I was like, Nah, that bro. is good. Glass pitcher in the refrigerator. Pull it out. Just take a pull. I am mad though that I didn't think of the water hose. Water hose was a yeah. I mean that was a sleeper that's a pick. One for one, I, yeah, I never thought I never crossed my mind. I was so locked in on a Gatorade bottle that I couldn't. I couldn't get my mind off of it. I was like, that go. Oh, I, yeah. I almost wanted to. I, once I started thinking about it, I was like, I'm about to go to Academy and buy a Gatorade bottle right now. <laughs> Just so you can drink out of it in the house. <laughs> and some white towels, and I'm going to sit out in the backyard and, and, and then sweat and <laughs> spray the water all over me. <laughs> Drape the towel over your head. Yeah. Pour the water on top of the towel. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yep. yeah. So tell me your. Uh, Tell me your routine. Tell me your Thursday night routine. If you can remember okay, it, I so know that was like school, 20 years ago. High school was that, man. I probably had that pitcher in the refrigerator filled up with water. I would eat dinner. I would drink that pitcher of water. 
uh, probably fill it up again, drink it again. And then I had a TV in my room. So I would go and uh, had a laptop. I would connect that TV to my laptop and I'd watch a little bit of film. And I probably went to, me and you were the same. We went to bed pretty early all the time. Nine o'clock. Nine, yeah, nine, nine o'clock, nine thirty. I was in bed, man. Yeah. My wife's so. a bad influence. She keeps me up too late nowadays. When I was at home, shoot, even in college, man, nine o'clock, I'm getting in bed. Yeah. I, I did have a, uh, so my routine kind of ran into my Friday. So junior, senior year, mallets was in Iola. Now, not the mallets you're thinking about. The mallets in the trailer. It was in the trailer, dude. You pull yeah. up to the trailer and order what you wanted. That was it, man. That was lunch. Turkey sandwich. Mallet, brothers. Jalapeno sourdough bun. Turkey sandwich for lunch with a sweet tea. Probably not the best idea for the hydration, but sweet tea got you going. Yeah. That was it, man. Yeah. Thursday night now. Okay. Thursday night now is probably going to be recording a podcast with my brother <laughs> until eight o'clock. But this is a different, but this is a little different Thursday for me. Usually I'm at a junior high game somewhere. Yeah. So Thursday night is usually a junior high game, which is good for me because the way I always think about it as a defensive coordinator, uh, the first thing you're going to teach your junior high is what you're going to fall back to with your varsity. Yeah. So that's your base. I mean, that's your that's base a- plays. So I like to go watch. I mean, a lot of I mean sure a bunch of big school coordinators are like I'm not going to a junior high game. I, yeah. I wanna go. I wanna see Yeah, you wanna see that. You wanna be a part of that. I wanna yeah. see what I wanna see what Snook's base plays are. I wanna see what Normandy's base plays are. Okay. So that's my usually Thursday I'm with them. Uh come back, eat dinner, go to sleep. Fridays I'm up early. I'll I'll probably be at the school tomorrow by six thirty. Uh making my call sheet. Getting everything ready, laminating everything. I yeah. like I like when I walk over at eighth period before everything gets crazy to be done with all that stuff. Yeah. Have everything already ready to go. I got a red I have a red binder. That is my I put my call sheet in there. I put my scouting report in there. I put my special teams depth chart in there. Everything goes in that red binder and then I'm ready to roll. Ready to get after it. Ready to roll. That's awesome. I always call it perfect game, which is the kids don't ever yeah. play the perfect game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's how it usually goes. A lot of people would argue that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of coaches in those stands. That's everywhere you go though. Yeah. You get that. But they mean well. Most I, of them do. I coach from the stands too. You hey. know. Run the damn ball. That's my favorite. <laughs> we would, but they got eleven in the box. So. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. I saw this picture the other day, and and we'll wrap it up here before too long. But I saw it on Facebook. It was uh, I actually think it was Alex Jones in yeah. the courtroom or something. He's turning around looking all crazy, and the caption was like, "When you've been hitting them with counter and I and power for uh, four yards of pop, and somebody from the stands goes throw the ball, and he's turning around looking at them like they're crazy, I'm like." Man, we're not throwing nothing. We're pounding the rock right That's now. That's it, man. That's it. That's what a lot of people don't understand, man. If you're running the ball, you're getting four, three, four, five car- yards of carry. Like, man, you're taking it out on the defense. Like, you're wearing them down, and they, you're, I mean, you're getting first downs, and first downs equal touchdowns. Yep. So, I'm, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a super mathematician, but I know football pretty well, and uh, 
Three times four is a first down. You so. right about that. <laughs> That's it, boy. That's it. If you can carry the ball three and times in a row, you're going to get a first down after first down after first down. I'm the I'm the first. So, being the defensive coordinator, I'm usually away from the offensive stuff. I'm usually talking to somebody upstairs, trying to figure out what, what went wrong, what went right, whatever. And uh, there's always a time in the game, always, when that headset goes click and it's a whole staff and somebody asks the question, what do you think we should do here? Man, run the ball. Run the ball. (laughs) Run the ball. If it's been working, run the ball. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I've always been, I mean, that's a defensive standpoint. I mean, just a defensive mindset. There's only three things that can happen when you throw the ball. And only one of them is good. <clears throat> yeah, I never heard that people say that, but you, you got a There's good point. There's only three things that can happen, and only one of them is good. Yeah. You a blackjack man. Those aren't very good odds. No, those aren't good odds. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. I never thought of it that way. You're right. Is he going to get in somebody else's hands? Is it going to hurt? It hit the ground? Or we're going to catch it. <laughs> I'm about to release some uh, timeless hats that say, just say, run the ball. Run. And they're going to be in maroon and white, and everybody's going to have one. We're going to wear it uh, to, <laughs> to all the Bulldog games. That's if we can run the ball. That's not if we're slinging it for 400 yards a game. If then we're going to be air it out. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the ball. Throw the ball. <laughs> yep. Well, Jamie. And once again, wonderful to have you on, man. Man, it's been fun. I appreciate you. Anytime you want me on, I'll come. Well, I will take you up on that offer. Um, we look forward to uh, everybody who listens to this. There's probably a ton of Bulldog fans out there, man. We look forward to it. We're rooting you all on. We wish you a good season. Hopefully it's an injury-free, um, just a all-around good season. String together a couple wins, get into the postseason, and see what shakes out from there. So good luck, Coach. Yeah, man, if uh... – any Bulldog fans that are out there, man, we want the stands full. We want yep. the old standing on the fence, everything. Yep. We want everybody out there. Yep. Y'all come support us. Next week is the – well, actually, when you listen to this, it'll be the first home yep. game against When this the one comes out, we'll already have one win under our belt. We'll be trying to go 2-0 and against Norma G at home. Not so. trying. We'll get it. Yep. Against some green kids from down 39. Yeah. God. I don't <laughs> like that school. Anyways. All right, brother. Jamie's got a good point, though. If you're listening to this, if there's a home game at Iola and you're from Iola, get out there and show some support. You wouldn't understand how much it helps the kids uh, when they feel like the community is behind them. It really means a lot to them. So, and you get to listen to me talk for three hours. So, who wouldn't want that? You're already doing it once a week. Come get you some more dose of it. <laughs> All right, thanks, brother. It's good having you on. Thank thanks, you, everybody, bro. for listening. Love y'all.